There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. And welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour three, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Coming up in just a second, second chance romance, whether we want it or not. Then the dead to let. Yep. And then mer people. Mer people. Oh, can't wait for that. But first. Are you ready? Lexi, you ready? Yeah, let's find love. Holly, you ready? To. Are we going to find love? No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Is it not, under the couch cushion? Yeah. <laughs> Time for Second Chance Romance, where the three of us go looking for love in all the wrong places, yeah. including our own show. Uh, yeah. Holly, who do we have? We have Hannah joining us this morning. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you guys so much for your help with this. No, thank you. Thanks for doing this. Uh, Not a lot of people like to come on the radio and talk about the private life, so we appreciate you doing it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, risky. (laughs) Yep. Tell uh, Tell us your story, please. Okay. So, Matt and I met online. Um, we met for the first time at, uh, Psycho Susie's. We both have like, I guess I would call it like a retro vibe. So, uh, I thought it was the perfect place for us to meet up for the first time. Love that place. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, messaged back for a couple weeks on match before, um, before we actually met up and it even got to like a, I don't know, like borderline sexting. It was, it was just very like fun and, and flirty. Um, he was really nice and I thought we had great chemistry and I just was really excited to meet him in person. Oh, oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought everything was great. I thought, um, we hit it off and you know, our chemistry beforehand was, was so good that I 
just was really looking forward to the date, and I thought everything went well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. always ask well, this, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, hello, when you're near sexting. I mean, that's, that's a, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, uh, you're almost there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but did anything uh, weird right, happen? You would think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any, anything so the odd? The only thing I can think of, I like to sit inside. I am, you know, air conditioning or heat girl, depending on, depending on the time of year. Okay. And he likes to sit on the patio. Okay. So we got there at the same time. Um, the host greeted us. She asked us where we wanted to sit. I, you know, as I said, hate sitting outside, but he insisted. He was like, oh, it'll be so nice. Patio's great, whatever. So we went back and forth on it a little. Um, and then I stayed in and we sat on the patio. I thought it was hot. Um, but I, that's the only thing I can think of that we kind of disagreed on. Um, and I don't think that would, you know, cause him to ghost me. I just like my, you know, temperature controlled space. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Hannah, you're speaking to someone who I am temperature sensitive. I, I do not like to be overly hot. <laughs> yep. No. We get no, it. Mm-hmm. No, no. Exactly. Especially on a first date. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. That ain't happening. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's really the only thing. Cause I know Holly always reminds folks to think hard about something that could have gone wrong. So yeah, that was please. kind of it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I really have. I can't think of anything else. You know, we, uh, at the end, we finished up our meals. We hugged. Uh, I said I had a great time. He said he had a great time, too. And that was it. I can't think of anything else where we even, like, so much has disagreed. And it didn't get hot and heavy, kind of like what you were anticipating with the sexting. Was that, were you, like, kind of getting excited about that and then nothing happened? Kind of, yeah. I thought we had good chemistry, but it definitely didn't go anywhere. Like, we didn't even have a, a good night kiss. But I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe, you know, faced with me in person, he's a little more shy. He wasn't, like, ready to jump into that. So I didn't really think anything of that. I thought our physical connection, you know, was great. And I was excited to see where that went. Mm. Well, let's see where it went. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Hannah, we're going to put you on hold. You're going to be able to hear everything that happens next. And what's going to happen next is uh, we're going to talk to Matt. Matt has been on hold, but he's heard nothing. Uh, he's heard okay. none of this. He just thinks he's coming on a radio show to talk about dating uh, in the 2020s. So uh, not the show, the, the year. But um, <laughs> so hold on just a second. Okay, Hannah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Huh. Okay. Let's talk to Matt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hi, Matt. Hello. How are you? Hi. Doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for doing this. Uh, you know, not everyone wants to get on a radio show and talk about dating. Uh-uh. Uh, so, Matt, you're live right now. And uh, this is a dating segment. And it's actually really good news for you because we actually uh, got an email about, well, you and somebody that went out with you and wants to go out with you again. Do you remember going out with Hannah? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I remember going out with Hannah for sure. Okay. It's our understanding, my friend, that there wasn't anything after the first date. So if we can be so nosy and blunt, was there a reason why there wasn't anything after the first date? Yeah, I mean, if if I'm being honest right now, like, I'm just kind of looking for something, I don't know, like, a little bit more natural a little bit. I think natural is the word I'm looking for. 
natural. Huh? What do you mean by natural? Like a like a granola bar or something? Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, so mm. Hannah and I we met up for dinner and we sat on the patio and she just kind of had so much makeup on. It was really distracting. Like, it was warm out, and at one point she wiped her forehead and a layer of her makeup came off on her napkin and it grossed me out a little bit. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It, just, it was a little just, much for me, honestly. It was just a turn off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it definitely was a, like, Other than I didn't that. know how to tell her that. Like, so I've been avoiding her and I, I think I would be open to being friends with her because she's like, really fun but i just can't imagine how long it takes her to get ready like i want to go out with someone who's like you know like more get up and go but mm, okay um well here's the deal matt we're here to help the three of us were helpful people and uh hannah was the one that told us about you obviously i mean we just didn't randomly know about you so uh-huh. We're going to be honest with you. We actually have Hannah on the other line, and she has heard everything. So we're okay. going to we're gonna get this hammered out right now. Uh, Holly, go ahead and put Hannah up. Hannah, you heard what Matt had to Hi, say. Hi, Matt. Hi, you guys talk. There we Ooh. go. Hi, Hannah. Hey. Hey, I'm, I just want to say that I'm sorry. Like, I just wasn't sure how to, like, tell you all of that. I was a little nervous. Yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, I hate to tell you this, Matt. Most women wear makeup. Like this isn't this isn't a weird thing, especially on a first date. I I was so excited to meet you, and my makeup is why you're not calling me back. Like that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, I mean it's a little bit more than that. Like I didn't realize you were like I don't know high maintenance. Wow. <gasps> I mean, did you think my pictures on my profile were makeup free? Like, I had pink eyeshadow. Did you think that was natural? I don't know. Like, I, just, I honestly, I just can't get over the napkin filled with your makeup. It was kind of a lot. Oh, it was my gosh. disgusting, honestly. Oh. Whose turn is it, guys? <laughs> yeah. I think it's your turn, Alexis. Is it my turn? Okay. It's your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, friends. Uh, <laughs> Hannah, Matt. Say, if we pay for a second date, are you open to it? Uh, I'll jump in first. I am not interested anymore. I just think this is a pathetic reason to not message me back or go on another date, especially when we have a lot in common, and I actually thought we had fun together. Yeah. Yeah, Really, Hannah, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not attracted to you that way anymore. Okay. Okay, guys. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Hannah, sorry yeah. this didn't work sorry. out, but hey, but yeah. Hannah, you know, you know what I mean. Now you know, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. I bet your makeup's thank awesome you. too. Have a uh, have a have a good season, a good summer, Matt. Thank you. Thank you guys. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Seriously, oh. dude. Though. Really? Yeah. Seriously. Wow. Spoiler alert. People wear makeup. And mm-hmm. that natural look, man. It's not natural. It ain't natural. No. It's not natural. I'm actually wearing makeup right now. 
I even have makeup. <laughs> I have Bonnie Bell on my privates right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pass them over here? I is do. It? I have Bonnie uh, Bell lip smackers. What, what flavor privates. is it, Jason? It's Strawberry Fields. <laughs> oh, <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Wow, that. Yeah. That's a lot there. Oh. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I hope she doesn't go change it. No. Oh, I don't think she will. Did you hear? She couldn't yeah. have yeah. cared less at the Good. end. Good. Well, especially when you're thinking, it, it, that was, yeah, one of the last things you'd think. Oh, it's... Oh. I don't like it when people wear makeup. I'm sorry. That just... <laughs> oh, oh. Or that equals high maintenance. Yeah, you can easily you. put on your makeup in, in, in no time. That in means no nothing. Time. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, well. Wow. Well. Bye-bye. Be gone. Be gone. <laughs> Goodbye. <with you. laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> hey. <laughs> tomorrow, it is our WTF, our weekly trivia face-off. Team Jason and Alexis will go head-to-head <laughs> against a surprise team. Powered by Trivia Mafia, Alexis, who are we competing against tomorrow? Yeah, the surprise is over. We are competing against Mike and Grant. Yes. Holly, what's our topic tomorrow? (laughs) Tentatively, we got Saturday morning cartoons. Perfect. And we even have a special guest, Rocco. Guest host. Rocco. That's right. Tomorrow at 8.30 on Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're going to take a break. Polly has the dirt alert when we return. Oh, well, talking about David and the team at First Equity, definitely more fun than a failed second chance romance. Uh, you won't need a second chance with First Equity. They get the job done. They've been doing it in our market for more than 23 years, and they want to help you with your mortgage. If you are looking to refinance, if you're looking to buy your first home, the best thing that you can do right now is give them a call and see what the possibilities are. uh, Conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer. There's so many different mortgages available to you. You want to make sure you have the right team holding your hand through the process. And no matter how much help you need, they've got you. They're an independent mortgage broker, so you get that unmatched, personalized service you need and deserve. And because they're not attached to a specific bank, they can shop multiple lenders, which of course gives you as a buyer more options, better rates, and more opportunities for down payment assistance. So get locked and loaded. Get pre-approved for a mortgage, 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword, David. Is a my talk dirt alert. And we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning live on my talk, live streaming on our app. Holly has the dirt alert. Holly? Yes, we have the dirt alert. And uh, let's talk about a new Tara Reed is making some headlines. Whoa! Yeah, I know. Oh, what is this? Nineteen ninety nine. Thank you very much. Well, you know, unfortunately, from Tara Reid's perspective, folks think that she's still in nineteen ninety nine, but that's not the case. So she's on the cover of a new magazine called Mister Warburton, and she's talking about the fact that she feels pigeonholed in her bad girl persona from back in the nineties because she has decided. That she doesn't want to get married and she doesn't have kids. Mm. Yeah, so this is what she has to say. She's like, 
look, I'm not married. I don't have kids. And I think in Hollywood, if you don't have kids, you're not married. You're judged. So they still think that you're a party girl from 40 years ago. But then all of a sudden, if you have a kid and you get married, oh, she grew up. She's great. And so Tara Reid just getting honest about being in this catch-22. Huh. Well. I think she should lean into that bad girl persona. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, but she, she has, doesn't want that, yeah. She has before. She did a guest uh, spot on CBS, uh, CBS's Ghosts. Uh, oh, right. You know, I mean, just kind of lean into what people know you for. And then... Sharknado? I don't know. But I guess it would be kind of exhausting that you can't escape that that mm-hmm. persona. Yeah. 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 So if you've evolved. Yeah, trapped in paradise. I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. She's here all week, folks. Oh, my God. Hers, make sure. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that was a real show on E back in the day. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes. Oh man, early two thousands E programming. Oh. You had to have been there. You is she working on a new there. project though? Is is she working to? Well, I think change she, this. I think she is by doing interviews like this. Okay, you know, putting herself yeah. out there and trying to get people to view her in a different light. Give me a chance. Yeah, okay. give me a chance. Hmm. Um, did anyone catch up with the Ted Lasso season three? Uh, no, uh, no, no, I dipped out of season one and I heard this was an uneven final oh, season. Look, yeah. uh, yeah, see, the second season. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso, a pop culture phenomenon in season one when it made its debut over on Apple TV plus uh, lots of headlines talking about the uh, season three finale of Ted Lasso. But basically that this season was messy, oversized and uh putting on the emphasis of messy and oversized. And uh, there's lots of speculations that this will be the last episode of this series, but some people are saying it might not. It might get a, it might get a season four. Oh, so this isn't a confirmed series finale. Oh, no, this isn't. But a lot of people I think went into season three, assuming that this would be, but apparently there's a little toe. There's a toe in the Ted Lasso door. Oh, because everyone posting was like, okay, this is it. (laughs) Right. Series finale. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Hollywood Reporter is like, look, this finale of Ted Lasso may or may not be the series finale. Who really knows? (laughs) It's how the critics put it. But okay. Well, they need to tell the internet because the internet's acting yeah. like this is it. This is where they're done. <laughs> done, done. Yeah. Somebody let the World Wide Web know. Uh huh. <laughs> let the internet know. Please. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Megan the Stallion taking a little step away from uh, the music industry. She's doing a new interview with InStyle Magazine, and she said she's shifting her focus on healing. Uh, and she's like, look, bluntly, the music and entertainment industry can be a grind, so it's important to take time off and avoid burning out. And life is all about balance for her. Yes. Good for her. Do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know, she went through all that stuff with Tory Lanez, but very publicly. Oh, and, got shot in the foot. Yeah, yeah, got shot in the foot, right? And when, That sucks. Uh, yeah, to say and, the least. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot uh, going on with that case. And it seems like, you know, she's just like, I got to step away a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Do what uh, you need to do. Do what you need to do. Let's talk about Britney Spears consenting to Kevin Federline moving their two sons to Hawaii. So there were back and forth letters between Britney Spears' attorney and Kevin Federline's attorney. He's like, hey, we're moving to Hawaii. All right. Oh. Let's take the kids, too. And Britney's okay with this? Britney's okay with this. You know, Britney Spears' attorney, Matthew Rosengart, 
in his letter said that, you know, Sean Preston, look, he's going to be 18 years old in September. Britney Spears is going to have an adult son this year. Yeah, and I mean, they're old enough to say, hey, what do you want? They're like, yeah. aloha, and then, yeah. then they go, ha. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Alexis is me. And it's a great place to visit, you know? I mean, I, maybe she might take some pause if there was, if it was, uh, you know, they were going uh, to the Middle East or something. To Russia? Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. that might be a, a place. That, yeah. Like, ooh, hold up. Yeah, Kevin mm-hmm. Federline has a DJ gig in Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might want to stay home. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, noting the fact that, yeah, John Preston's going to be an adult this year. Also, Jaden is 16 years old. Britney Spears' attorney is noting that he's nearing the age of maturity. So it's crazy that those boys are that old. Wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All the all those celebrity kids of the mid aughts. Surrey Cruz is sixteen. I mean, have we checked it on Shiloh? Shiloh Pitt Jolie. She's probably well into teenagerdom. Oh yeah, Shiloh Pitt Jolie. Yeah. And you know what that all this what what it means is is that we're uh, near death. You know what I mean? We're just we're <laughs> steps from the grave. Hey, you oh, know what? Shiloh's seventeen, guys. Oh my god! Wowzers! You know what, buddy? <laughs> we're steps <laughs> from the grave. No, no. <laughs> I'm like Al Pacino's having babies at eighty three. Jason, we are not one step from the grave. <laughs> we are just getting started. I'm I mean, sorry. we are dying yeah. every day. You're right, yeah. a little bit. Well, 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 well I'm the oldest the... one on the show, so it's like you know, I'm. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's right let's end, the end the dirt alert on that meditation on mortality. Okay. Perfect. There we go. We're dying we... every day. Every day. <laughs> Peace. Have a great yeah. segment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, when we come back, uh, the show that literally proves there's a bucket for every fish. Ooh. Uh, Mer people on Netflix next. My talk one oh seven one. I was recently at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic for a hydrafacial. You can see the video and the before and after on their social uh, search, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Uh, the hydrafacial is one of those things that you see an immediate result. And we all want that, don't we? You know, that's why you just want to look your best quick. You want those results quick, and you're going to get it with the hydrafacial. You are going to glow. I even got a little add-on, which was the JLo Glow Pop. Really, it's a JLo product. I walked out and my face glowed. So if you're getting ready for a party, some family photos, a reunion, a high school reunion, get into Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. And if you mention me and you're a new client, you're going to get $100 off a service of 250 or more. And if you mention me, you're going to get a free consultation. And nobody is better than Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. I've talked about them for a decade. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic in Edina. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk. Live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Well, I uh, woke up. Well, actually, I went to bed thinking about this. And then I woke up thinking, oh, God, I can't wait to talk to Alexis about this. And uh, and that is mer people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mer people on Netflix. Here's a little bit of the trailer. Now, let me tell you, Mer people is a docu series, four episodes, and it dives, no pun intended, mm-hmm. into the world of underwater performers who 
they've turned their love of mermaids into real careers. Yeah. And you follow a group of them, um, mainly in Florida, but there's one uh, sparkle pony mermaid from Arkansas. Oh, which... she's landlocked. Okay, Lex. Her words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a little bit of the trailer, and we'll talk about it on the other side. Or maybe it isn't. This is a half-billion-dollar industry. There are pageants, there are conventions, there are competitions, there are auditions, there are shows. Wait, that's a job? Sure is. I can't really grow much as a mermaid in Arkansas because I feel like I'm trapped in this box. I'm a landlocked mermaid. There's so many things I want to do. I'm all about entertaining people. I'm the first mer person with music out. <laughs> I get emails all the time from people telling me that they want to be a professional mermaid, and my first thought is, oh, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> <laughs> mer people <sighs> on Netflix. Okay, Lex, talk to me. And, and I watched it, too, the first episode. Oh, Holly, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I'm, my apologies. Yeah. Okay, Lex... <laughs> Because I can I just let me let me yeah. let me further set you up. Yeah. My husband at one point looked at me toward <laughs> the end of the four episode run because we devoured the whole oh, thing. Oh, you finished the whole thing. Okay. The whole thing. And Colin <laughs> looked at me from his little corner of the sectional and he goes, I would bet you a quarter of a million dollars that Alexis is just in heaven watching this. <laughs> Every one of these people would be Alexis's friends. And we laughed so hard. I go, oh, my God, Kyle. I was going to say the same thing. So, Oh, yes. Pay that man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just really fun to see people doing their thing and just owning it proudly. Like, I want to be a mermaid. I have been from from childhood going to the Wikiwachi Spring State Park and watching the live mermaid shows. And then the rivalry between them and this elite mermaid crew. And then there's a, another guy, the Mer Taylor, who's coming up with his own show and getting his own tanks. The weight <laughs> creating his own show. But the way that this started was you see all these mermaids emerging from the water and their eyes are stinging. They're in a pool that's over chlorinated. And you just think, where is this going to go? Yeah. Because they they do show the sparkle and like the beauty of it all. But then they also show the reality of the sinus infections and the ruthless competition and having to like just swim through it all. You have to remember, these are athletes. I mean, they're they're doing flips in the water. They have to control their breath. It's beautiful. It's expensive. I, I, I watched two episodes, and I'm pretty fascinated by some of the interviews and the people that we meet throughout this. Wow. Holly? Yeah, it's the strength <laughs> that the mer people have to have. And honestly, I did not get secondhand embarrassment at all. I was really fascinated by the earnestness of the folks who were involved in this mermaid subculture. Yeah. And as a person who's like, I am not, I am a fan of things. I am not invested in subcultures in ways that folks are like this. Yeah. But really, 
it's this is a whole thing for folks, a whole thing for people. And it was really quite touching the dedication that people have to their mermaiding, uh, <laughs> yeah. being mer people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Whew. I I kept thinking. There is a bucket for every fish. And mm-hmm. the fact that these people have found their people and they have found an, an, uh, a corner of the world where they feel okay to wave their uh, freak flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean freak in a positive. Like, we all have a, a freak. You know, we all have a freak flag that we fly for whatever. But maybe small, like Holly said, maybe you're not, um, you know, really big into one of these subcultures like a Star Wars or a, a, a D&D or... Uh, Harry Pooter or whatever, but we all have something we like, you know, and the fact that they love this capital L and can fly their flag with other like-minded people, there is a joy that comes from that. Now, look, there were moments where you do kind of have to laugh at a little bit of the, you know, just the weird aspects of this. Oh, totally. Uh, You know, like, uh, you know, when she was talking, well, you're going to find out later. Um, They talk about the massive amount of industrial lube that they need oh. to put on their bodies to oh. get these latex fins on. Oh, I bet. Um, and you're, you're listening to what they have to go through and how how stinky it is to wear these to wear these suits. And it uh, you just kind of, there's a little best in show aspect. Then you're not really laughing yeah. at them. You're oh, laughing yeah. at just. Wow. What they have to go through. God Reality. loves a terrier. God Seriously. loves a mermaid fin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, the other person I'm fascinated with, and I wonder if it, they'll go deeper into his story in the last epi- couple episodes, is the Mer Taylor. I think yes, they, could they do. do. They could do a whole show just about him. Creating a show, the tryouts, his history with Tourette's and kind of not overcoming that, but just being in the water and calming himself down. Like, just... Wow. They they go a little bit more into him personally. Oh, they good. definitely they definitely follow his new business. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they definitely follow that. And the making of those mermaid tails. Are they like $2500, $5000? Like what is that material? You you see him like using like a spray gun, a paint sprayer to to paint it, but you just yeah, wow. Picking the they colors go, and all the things. Yeah, you it's they go a little bit more into that with one particular maker who connects with a unlikely mermaid. That's all I'll say. And it's kind of pretty. I mean, it's kind of beautiful. They're a little, the relationship that strikes uh, between those two. We're talking mer people. If you just tuned in on Netflix. <laughs> well, and also I think going back to it, the athleticism that you have to have in order to be a mer person. Yeah. And some of the mer people, who want to be mer people, who aspire to be professional mer people, they grossly underestimate the amount of muscle and the amount of athleticism it takes to perform their dreams. Yeah. I thought during that audition process, just like you're not strong enough. You're not strong enough to, to lift start your body to up. lift your body up to yep. go, go to the gym, hit the gym. Yeah. Oh, and I love this, and this is not my words, this is theirs. My favorite is the Society of Fat Mermaids. Yes, um, and their lo- their slogan is "Fat Mermaids Make Waves," and I just thought that was the best thing. And they are proud. They and that's what they're called. I'm not making a name up. That's what they call their their group. Oh yeah. Um, and you see every type. You see every type of mermaid and every type of person, and you you see 
their struggles and wherever they're trying to find work, whether it's a Renfest, whether it's at, um, uh, you know, there's highbrow ones that are that are um, not sold, but are rented for like Louis Vuitton when, oh, there's, yeah. uh, uh, you know, when they want to have a spectacle for a cocktail party. Yep. Um, they they want a mer they want a mer person to be in a giant tank. Um yeah, yeah it, and the other silly part that I was just thinking about, too, is Mer Taylor, in, you know, he's doing this show, but there's already kind of this rival, rivalry that's built, being built up, and I hope they get into it more, but one guy, he's like, you're, wow, we like you, you're like a Triton, just like, we'll give him one, and they already kind of have a role for him, but then there's this other guy who wants so badly to be in the show, but he doesn't quite have the skills quite yet. So he kind of works as like the shop guy, you know, <laughs> like yeah. fixing things. And... Oh, they go into him. Okay. All right. I was wondering yeah, if that he was has more. a story. Okay. Cause they're he more. He has a story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, watch it for yourself, uh, my talkers. Mer people on Netflix. Four episodes, easily digestible. Mm-hmm. Hey, Holly, can we do the spelling bee tomorrow? I let's hold that. Well, for that. I'm not going to be here. So, oh, well, then let's do that next, because I, I think that would be fun. I'm sorry. That's right. You're not going to be here when we come back. Holly, uh, because the script sk- spelling bees coming up. Yeah. And uh, how well would Alexis and I do? Not really well. Uh, and we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for being here. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Tomorrow, our weekly trivia face off tomorrow at 830. With special guest host Rocco. We're going mm-hmm. up against Grant and Mike. Mm-hmm. They're going down! Mm-hmm. How well do we remember our Saturday morning cartoons? I'm kind of screwed. I'm, I'm, I'm a little screwed too. <laughs> so we'll see. Regardless, it will be fun. Script uh, Spelling Beast coming up. And Holly Roberts wants to see how uh, well we would do against these children's. Uh, <laughs> Lex, are you ready for this? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's ready as we're going to be. Well, yeah. you know what? The Scripps National Spelling Bee wrapping up today. Oh, today? Y- yes. So it's already been ongoing. And I want to see if you can do the words that some of our local kids have been spelling. Now, oh, the no. uh, last contestant, uh, 14-year-old Maximus, he did uh, fail to move forward. Here's a new twist in the script spelling bee, and apparently this happened during the pandemic. Not only do you have to spell a word, but you have to define it. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's not a spelling bee. Well, I that's what like they're that. doing. No. Wow. So, Maximus, he spelt the word correctly, but he did not define it correctly. No. Oh, so, then you're out. Jason and Alexis, I want you to spell... And define Maximus's word that he got caught up on. He could spell it right. Okay. But he didn't know exactly what it meant. All right. The word is carp. Carp. Can we ask origin and all of that? I don't know any of that. Oh, okay. It's the C-A-R-P. I'm sure you spelled it right. It's the dance. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, Jason. The definition Uh, uh, is incorrect that the script spelling bee was looking for. Oh, I didn't say final answer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) What is our definition, Jason? I don't know. The damn fish. Um, uh, Covered all over? 
covered all over. Is that your final answer? Uh, uh, no. Carp. Okay. To carp means to complain in an ill-natured way. So me last year. They, <laughs> a carp. Now, Maximus said to climb up frozen waterfalls using an ice axe. Oh. Inventive, but incorrect. I wow. thought it was a fish. Well, yeah, and then well, they're eliminated. They, yeah. All right. Well, you know, um, huh. let's move on to another word. Script spelling bee. Okay. Uh, Vihan from Arden Hills. He faced the same fate on Tuesday earlier this week. He spelt the word correctly, but he did not define it correctly. Mm-hmm. Now, Vahan's word, Jason and Alexis, I'd like you to spell the following. Zaibatsu. Oh, Lord. Zaibatsu. 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 I is will give a you a hint. Okay, yep. It's a it's a Japanese word. So okay. if that helps you oh, with so the spelling. Oh, so it's very phonetic. Zaibatsu. Z- so Z-Y or, or, or Z-I. Z-I. Not, no. I think it's I. Or an S. No, Zaibatsu. Zaibatsu. Oh Zendai. I mean, you. Uh, That's Z. Uh, you, yeah. You, I know. Z. Um, Z. 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 I. E. B. A. T. S. U. Well, close. Start at the beginning again. Okay. Batsu. Okay. Zai. We're getting that wrong. It, maybe it's a Y, huh? No. No, it's I. No. That's no. You're missing a letter. Zai. 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 E. Oi. E. No, Z- not an E. Not an E. Z- A? Yes. Z- Z- oh. I. Z-A-I. There you go. Z- I- B-A-T-S-U. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we nailed that, man. Yeah, but now you have to define oh, it. Oh, man. It sounds- no, Vahan nailed it. You, we, you, you guys got oh, there. Well, whatever, the Vahan. Yeah, he spells it right. But he's, he's nine years old. He, well, he's listening to Kathy Wurzer right now. Is that not, that's how smart he is. He's, yeah. Um, is that a robotic bento box? No. Isn't it? Uh, store? <laughs> it's a store. It's my favorite store in uh, in, in Epcot Center. No, it's a, a big, uh, big, uh, a big store. Uh, a big. Oh, yeah, like a box, big box store. Big box store. In Tokyo. You know what? A large Japanese business conglomerate. Oh, I'm going to give you half a ding for that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The definition that was given was uh, that uh, uh, he did not define it correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like this definition crap. Yeah. You know what? They're probably dealing with. The fact that it could be borderline childhood labor because these what? these spelling bees go on and on yeah. and on and on forever and ever. Yeah. Now, I want to correct the record before we move on. Give credit where credit's due. Vahan spelled Zaibatsu correctly. He erred in defining the word idiosyncratic. And so he's that is where oh, he departed the bee. I but see. Respect I see. to the kids because we're on hop on pop here on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Hooked on phonics. Work didn't work for us. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was like, is the P capitalized? Is it yeah? Is it two separate words? Is it mer comma or mer mer hyphen? <laughs> anyway, well, G O O D B Y E. Everyone, go what? out there and be yourself. What? I don't know. <laughs>
right? Let's go. Goodbye. Yourself. That's Goodbye. right. You, you be you. Have a fantastic day. <laughs> Holly, enjoy your time off. Yes, okay, Holly. We love you all so very much. We'll talk tomorrow. Don and Steve Adventure Experience next.